Welcome, everyone, to the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson here for Week 12, Week 12, Week 12 of the NFL season. The last teams are on the bye this week. After this, everyone's playing every week and has multiple opportunities to make you money. That's what we do on this show. That is what we do. And if you listened to us last week, you were doing really well. Schaefer the Sharp improves the 9-1-1 one, one on Max Betts. Hotter than a pistol, baby. Woo! And also, last week, Dangles and Drew both went 12 and two on the weekly pickups. Ooh, I'm, ooh, I'm so hot. Unbelievable. <laughs> so hot. Dangles, touch, touch you're, so hot, you're so hot right now. Touch touch I, am, I am hotter than Hansel right now. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. So Consistency if you have been listening to the Left Coast podcast in any format, a Left Coasters podcast in whatever its iteration is, you know that more often than not, if I'm picking an NFL game, yeah, I'm right. Ooh, he's feeling himself. He's feeling himself, which is good because we not have to a the huge... nipple touching point just yet, but but <laughs> we're getting quite, we're getting there. It's there. early in the it's early in the pod, gentlemen. My nipples are so hard you could hang a Christmas tree ornament on them, boys. It is that time of year. We have a huge show for you this week. We're giving away a hundred dollars in the NFL pick'em section. A hundred dollars. We also have a contest for you out there. We've gotten a lot of DMs this week, this past week, on the Left Coast Gamblers on Instagram. A lot of DMs of people sending us their best bet. Their Sunday night slates, what they bet that weekend. We have a lot of people coming in saying they want to be a part of this show because they're making games that win. So what we're going to do, guys, what we're going to do this week, if you send us a DM with your Sunday slate of picks, we're going to pick the best one out of a lot of you, and you are going to get to phone call in to the Left Coast Gamblers and give the guest host best bet pick them. So, Did you say we're giving out hundred dollars? We're also giving out hundred dollars. Real hundred dollars. A real hundred dollars. Not monopoly on money. Night. Actual Benjamin. Not, not monopoly, monopoly money. money. The Thursday a night bill. A crispy bill. The Thursday night contest is coming in the pick'em section. But I want to stress again: DM us your Sunday slate of your best bets. Listen, I don't want your Sunday slate before the games happen. I don't want to calculate the wins and losses on my side. After the Sunday games happen, you send us your Sunday slate of what you bet, and we'll pick the best one of you. We're riding the hot hand. They're going to come in next week for Week 13 and join us for the guest host. Best bet section. We're giving you a microphone. We're giving you a live mic on this show to give us your best bets because we're following the hot hand, baby. I'm excited about it. We're giving you the stage so the bull in you can rage. Ooh. Ooh, we got lines wow. everywhere. Hey. We got lines everywhere today. That's We're going to be talking about the MVP and how Lamar, Lamar Jackson might not have wrapped it up quite yet. We're going to do an MVP odds after this. We also have gravestones. We have the weekly pick'em section with the hundred dollar giveaway, and we have the King of the Coast best bet section at the end, where your boy Schaefer the Sharp is taking the rightful lead in that section. Drew, we might just have you do all the picks because me and Dangles are falling apart on our own. We'll get there in a second, but first, guys, I have a pressing matter. I have a very important matter that I want to talk about. I don't know if you guys saw on the old Instagram, but we have been called out. We have been challenged. There is a podcast out there called Touching Base with Alan and Eric. There's a guy from Jersey, calls himself Alan. He likes to say that he knows how to pick NFL games, and he's challenging us to do a pickoff. Really? A pickoff. He's challenging the left coast gamblers to do a pickoff. His little MLB podcast, he wants to come after the NFL. Now, I'm not going to play you what he said on his Instagram account, not because it's vulgar, but because I don't want to bore our listeners. But instead, I want to answer to the challenge that has been laid out upon us. So, uh, uh, if you could, Dangles. Oh, before I go, uh, Mama Schaefer, I am sorry. You might want to skip ahead a few minutes. But, Dangles, hit my music. Listen, you lily-livered, pine-tar-sniffing, juice-balls-drinking, limp-dick motherfucker. You do an MLB podcast. An MLB podcast, a sport that just had a historic seven-game World Series where each game, no matter how pivotal they were, is going to have lower ratings than any NFL Thursday night game that we puke out. So I understand what you're doing. You're coming at the big guy. You're coming at the NFL podcast trying to suckle on the teat of uh, popularity because your MLB podcast has nothing to talk about during a hot stove season that won't get started until the All-Star break. I hear you. And everyone over here is telling me, Tony, don't punch down. Don't go after the little guy. Let him talk. Let him talk. But you know what? I don't let anybody talk about me. So you listen here, Jersey Allen, taking a break from your 30 days of posting pictures of your lovely fiance to come after me. Listen to me. I challenge you. You don't challenge me. I challenge you 
to week 13 to post on your Instagram and our Instagram, the Left Coast Gamblers, Tony Cavallo's week 13 pick I'm going to pick every game in front of your ass, and you pick every game on your podcast, and we see who wins the week 13 challenge. Pick them. That's all I got to say to you in your MLB piece of shit world. Your team stinks, your sport stinks, and you stinks, Jersey Allen. And that's the bottom line, because Tony Square said so. All right, that was a lot. I'm happy I got that off my chest. Wow, Dangles, do you have a fire extinguisher? Are you are you okay? You like, a, should I? Yeah, we, I fire extinguisher in the house, Dangles. Yeah, I, somewhere I'm okay. gonna have to go find right, it. Or a hose or something. We do have emergency kits upstairs. I'm pretty sure. Can we Listen, get uh, him when, a glass of juice. When you challenge the left coast gamblers, you challenge all of us. You challenge everyone listening at home. So I gotta stand up for this podcast and make sure all comers know who to come at first, and that's Tony Squares. So we're going to see what happens with the Week 13 Pick'em. Again, follow our Instagram, The Left Coast's Podcast. We're doing a lot on there, including now a Podcast v. Podcast Challenge. We, uh, we're going to have to do something about all the beer that we got all over our expenses. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I was missing. The only thing I was missing. But, uh, boys, here we go. Let's go. Week 12. It's down and dirty, man. We're in the middle of November. Thanksgiving is coming up. We have a very fun Thanksgiving show coming next week. Mm. But uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. It's time to get to playoff form. We talked about playoff teams last week. I want to talk a little bit about the MVP and the odds that we have this week. Because Lamar Jackson, seemingly, if you watch any ESPN or any other footage, has it all wrapped up but there's some players out there a lot of season left to hold and i know i have a secret uh long shot uh mvp bet that i want to take and i want to know how you guys feel about it but first dangles if you would let's go down the odds of the current mvp race all right uh and i'm taking this from uh, bleacher report betting as of earlier Perfect. today or you could take it right from our instagram account dangles the left coast gamblers so uh as of that time lamar jackson is your leader the newly crowned favorite at plus 140 okay so, so a more not, or less even bet yeah you're not making money if you bet on lamar jackson but again you make money if he wins keep going Who's all right next? next up is russell wilson he's two to one odds right now plus 200 okay so decent money next up uh is your boy aaron Rodgers. 9 to 1 plus 900. Okay, keep going. Next up, uh two guys at the same 10 to 1 odds, Patrick Mahomes, your defending MVP mm-hmm. who is now a 10 to 1 favorite. That injury doesn't help him. And Dak Prescott who's having uh the season of his career arguably, uh he is also at 10 to 1. Uh Kirk Cousins is up next at 15 to 1, yep. f- plus 1500. Christian McCaffrey at 20 to 1. Uh Deshaun Watson's also at 20 to 1 and Jimmy Garoppolo rounds out the list at 30 to 1. On the okay. San Francisco 49ers signal caller. Okay, I don't think you can uh, go any further after you talk about uh, Dak Prescott. And who is the man after Dak Prescott? Uh, that would be Kirk Cousins Kirk at, Cousins. at 15-1. to 1. I think Kirk Cousins is the longest shot of them all, but those first five names that you read off with Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, those are the five Pat people. Mahomes. Pat, Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes as well at 10-1. to 1. Those are the six names that are probably going to win this bet. I'm going to tell you right now, take Aaron Rodgers. Don't bet any money on Aaron Rodgers. Very tough schedule remaining. I know he has a good passing stats right now. Right now, not a lot of interceptions, but he's not going to win that MVP. Dangles, do you think, out of the names we just read, anybody has a chance to unseat Lamar as we see it? Because Lamar is setting the world on fire. We can't deny that. But there's a chance that one of these guys comes up and steals it. It's going to be tough. I mean, when you think about a most valuable player who is most valuable to his team, I mean, look, you know, not to take anything away from Mark Ingram or or the development that Marquise Brown has or the, the you know, fact that their defense has been cohesive, but Lamar Jackson is the most valuable guy on that team. You know, Russ has got a couple – Russ has got Chris Carson, who I think complements them very well, opens that passing game up. Uh, Prescott obviously has Zeke Elliott. Pat Mahomes has Tyreek Hill. Um uh, Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. They've all got pieces around them. I feel like Lamar Jackson doesn't. It's going to be very, very difficult, I think, to usurp him. I think if anybody has the best chance, it's probably Russ, obviously, because he's he's second up there. Yeah. I do like Dak as a dark horse, though. I yeah. don't know. There's just something about him this year. He's just he's playing with a, a reckless abandon in a good way. Yeah. Like He's confident in his throws. He's really embracing the gunslinger in him. Um, well, guys, I just can, love watching him. Can we say he might be playing? Playing for a little bit of money. Yeah, sure. Jay hey, contract year. He, you can tell he is slinging all over the yard. Contract year is a big help for that. Can I just say something about Lamar? Yeah. Uh, I watched. I watched a lot of college football. I know we don't talk about college football in this podcast. Yep. I watched him at Louisville, his Heisman Trophy uh, year, and then the year after that, I believe it was his junior year. Mm-hmm. The dude couldn't throw 
a pass in college. He couldn't throw a pass. Last year, he came in late as a starter. He kind of was a flash in the pan. And then the playoffs games, in the, in the playoff oh, game we, against the Chargers. We watched him in college, too, because he was in the ACC. Yeah, so we yeah. saw him against Syracuse right. every year when we'd watch Q's games. He yeah. just looked like a running back, right? And yeah, so, Of as, course, as, that's as, how he beat as, you. And you in, know? The, in the playoff game against the Chargers last year, he looked inept. When you get some tape on him, when you can prepare for him, he looked inept. So going this year, I was very skeptical of him. Everybody I mean, was. That was the whole conversation right in the offseason. Right. Can he develop as a sure. passer? His stats, and you know everyone knows his stats that follow football. He's thrown for over 2,200 yards. He has 2,200 yards. He has 19 touchdowns versus five picks. He's ran for 788 with additional six touchdowns. For whatever reason, I keep fading the guy this year. Yeah, it's and, tough. And, and he's and he is he is so much fun to watch. I I forget who said it, but someone says like the Steph Curry in his prime of football, mm-hmm. and that and that's what he is. Um, Russell Wilson, he's been doing it forever, and he's had a great year, maybe a career year. Never but, been MVP. But he's never been MVP, and I don't think he will this year because Lamar Jackson, he's got six games left. Um, it's really too bad. It's awesome. really too bad, too, because here's a guy in Russell Wilson who has done more with less in his career than I think anybody in recent memory. Listen, Russell has time. If Lamar if Lamar fades off at all these last six games, and, and Russ has a very tough schedule to close the year, yeah, he, does. He, he, he has a legitimate chance. But right now, the only person that can be MVP – 11 weeks in is Lamar Jackson. He's yes. been phenomenal. Lamar is definitely winning it if the season ended today, but Drew, the season does not end today. And there's one guy, D- Dangles mentioned it, but before I get there, I just want to say Kirk Cousins, for as much as we make fun of him, Kirk Cousins is having a hell of a year, only has three picks on the year. I, I would have guessed at least nine. Because Talk about a turnaround. Kirk Cousins seems to throw a pick in every game to me, but obviously that is not the case. He's he's winning the games for Minnesota. But Dangles, you mentioned Dak Prescott, and at 10-1, to Dak Prescott, you should look at to try and usurp this MVP race. You know who leads the league in passing yards right now, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Dak Prescott also has 21 touchdowns. He does have nine interceptions, but the knock on Dak Prescott forever has been his completion percentage yeah. and his accuracy. Not accurate. He's eighth in the league right now, just behind that Russell Wilson in completion percentage. Started all 10 games. His team's going to win that division seemingly because Philly doesn't seem to have too tough a schedule to come back and catch them. I think Dak Prescott, if he ends up continuing what he's doing, leading the league in passing yardage and doing what he can do on a division-winning team, Dak Prescott has a chance in my eyes. And I think I think those two, these two quarterbacks that we've just been discussing are good examples of what you know the the downside to what happens when we put labels on these guys because Lamar Jackson gets labeled as a guy who can never be a passer. That's mm-hmm. all the talk. He's never going to be a passer. He's just going to be a guy who runs a triple option. You're going to have to have some weird college playbook, you know, that you can use to his strengths. And here's you know Dak Prescott. He's not accurate. He's never going to have that accuracy. Well, guys, they're they're turning into passers. Both of these guys. It shows what happens when you put molds on them. When you put archetypes on these guys, you yep. can't always just assume that they're going to stay that way because these quarterbacks do develop. They do grow and they do change and they improve. They're professional football players. Yep. Well, and Dangles, to your point, I think in the past, Dak has been a compliment to the players around him, to a Zeke when they got Cooper last year, to that awesome defense. Absolutely. This, this year, Dak is by far the he's best the player on that team. He's the future of that offense. He's the I best player on that you. team, and he's throwing dimes. He's doing it with his legs. Yep. He's a good leader. I love, love, love his year, and it makes me... It makes me think the Cowboys are going to prevail in that in that uh, NFC East. I think so, too. And I think, again, we can take Aaron Rodgers off that list. We can take Pat Mahomes off that list. He's missed too many games as much as I love Pat Mahomes. It's a four-man race, in my opinion. Russell and Lamar are the two front runners. Then you have Dak and Kirk in the back end. Really quick, any chance that Christian McCaffrey sneaks in and gets this away from a quarterback? If there's, anyone, sp- if there's anyone who's going to get – who's not, you know, not a quarterback position player who's going to win this, it's going to be him. This is a conversation for another day, guys. But, like, who cares if his team goes 8-8? Eight and eight? You know, Mike Trout won the MVP in baseball. His team won Win seventy-two games. Well, like I just, I, I don't think that's, that's right. Why, that's why the MLB is different than the NFL because most valuable player matters on a winning team in the NFL doesn't in the MLB. And Dak Prescott's going to win a game. Christian McCaffrey's Carolina Panthers have fallen apart. He doesn't have enough wins on his team, even though he has the all-purpose yards and everything. That team's not good enough for him to win MVP. I don't know if Dallas will be good enough for him to win MVP because it's all about narrative. And Lamar and Russell have that right now. Jangles, sure. if you had to put money on it today, you be- betting on uh, Lamar. You know, I, I mean, yeah, that's where the smart money is. But I, I, so. I, I mean, I mean, I also kind of might like to throw a little bit on the side on Dak because yeah, you too. know what I mean. I really like the ten to one odds. I think he could sneak it out. He could have a strong end to the season. Yeah, you know, we'll see. Drew, you putting money on Lamar? It's a pretty. Ch- it's it, it, it's it's not. Nobody's uh, going to call you cheap for doing no, it. No, 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 no. You, you want to make money on no, this no, show? No, no, no. I, 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 what I'm saying is, I, I'm not. I, I don't like betting a dollar to win a dollar forty back. Yep. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. So it's I it's agree. just not. I, I don't think the odds are there. But if you're gonna if, if you were gonna do a, a, a beer bet with me right now, yeah. absolutely, Lamar Jackson. I'd take Lamar Jackson versus the field for a couple beers for the MVP. I like that. I like that a lot. I'd take a little flyer on Dak, but I could see Lamar winning it. Russell too. I mean, it depends on what team has the better record. If Russell beats San Fran again and beats Minnesota he has a 
tough schedule, but if he wins out doing the magic he's done so far, it's going to be tough not to give it to Hustle and Bustle. But that is it for the opening of our section. We're jumping right into gravestones because we got a big show again, giving $100 away during the NFL Pick'em section. you got to listen to the show to find out those rules. Let's do it after the break. Gravestones. Left Coasters. All right, welcome back to America's favorite game, the game of Gravestones. We kill a team every week here, and we've killed a lot of teams so far in week 12. Dangles is going to go first. Drew's going to go second. I'm going to go third. I'm in the poor seat because if Dangles and Drew pick a team, I cannot pick them that week. That's the catch of the game. By the end of the regular season, each host is going to have 12 teams remaining, and hopefully all 12 of those teams are the ones that are playing in January. So so far, the grave pool consists of the Washington Redskins, Arizona Cardinals, New York Giants, Atlanta Falcons, as well well as the Cincinnati Bengals, Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, and Denver Broncos. Those eight teams we have all killed during the season. So now, Dangles, you get to pick what conference we're going into. Are we going to kill the AFC or the NFC right now? Oh, boy, I chose the NFC last week, fellas. We're going to double dip. We go back to the NFC oh, this uh, week. Oh, that's trouble because we've killed I a lot of NFC teams. It is. That's I know why I this is going. picked again. We've that's killed why a lot I of NFC again. teams. Conveniently uh, second. So before we hit the music, Drew, you've killed Chicago and the LA Rams. Dangles, you've killed Chicago and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have killed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions. Again, Dangles, Drew, then Tony. Dangles, let's uh, hit that gravestone music. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our humble cathedral of football. Today we are here to put another three teams in the ground to say that they will not make the NFL playoffs this season. I have once again shown my prowess in Pick'em, and I'll be going first. I've chosen the NFC as my conference. As Tony mentioned, once I've chosen a team, the other two hosts cannot kill that team this week. They must go somewhere else. And with my pick, I'm sorry, Martha, to go to the city of Detroit, where I have family, where I have spent fun times. How about friends that like them? I also have friends that like them, several, in fact, friends (laughs) that like them. But I must kill... Matt Patricia, Matt Stafford, and the Detroit Lions, unfortunately. Adieu. Au revoir. Au revoir. Good night. Drew, you are up next. Well, boys. I've been a frequent visitor of the NFC South this year. (laughs) That whole division's going to be dead before the end of the season. (laughs) This week is no different. Riverboat Ron may have played his last hand. Oh, no. Damn. Mr. Scam Newton may have played his last snap. Mm-hmm. Kyle, Kyle Allen, in his tiny hands, started out hot, but now he's having a hard time gripping that pigskin. Derry Sanders is one of the most exciting players in football. However, at a 5-5 five and five record, and our dear friend TJ, the Panthers are not making the playoffs this year, folks. The kitties staying with the felines this week. The panthers in the ground. And now I step up to the altar, choosing a team that just brings me joy to put into the ground. For if at the end of the game, when you're down just a f- maybe a score, score and a half, and your coach pulls you aside. And he says, hey, man, we're going to sit you down. We're going to say your hip has a boo-boo. And we're going to put in a guy named Chase Daniel to try to save us on this two-minute drill. That is the sign of not only a quarterback problem, an idiotic coach, but it's also the sign of a team that is not going to be making the playoffs this NFL season. So the monsters of the midway have now been killed by Dangles, have been killed by Drew, and have now been killed by yours truly, Tony Squares. So let us hang our head in a moment of silence for the grave pool entrance of the Chicago Bears. Left Coasters. 
Hey, this is Dangles from the Left Coast Gamblers. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We are available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave us a review. Leave us five stars if you like what you hear. Five seconds of your time is five new listeners for us. You can also find us on Twitter, at Left Coasters Pod, and on Instagram and Facebook by searching the Left Coast Gamblers. And we hope you'll check out our pages each week for new contests, live tweeting and posting on NFL Sundays, behind-the-scenes content, and more ways to engage with the show and make you money. And as always, thank you for listening. Left Coasters. And we're back now at full volume for the Pick'em section of the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston. The two gentlemen that are not speaking right now went 12-2 and two last week. 12-2, and two, I did okay. I went 10-4, and four, hoping to improve Man, normally that's a great week, right? Like, right. normally you can hang your hat on a 10-4 yeah. and four week. Yeah, I'm going to have to do better, though, in week 13 when I challenge the dirty coward that is Jersey Allen. But first, <laughs> it's week 12, and time to make the Pick'em section. Dangles has a 98-64 and 64 record on the year. Drew one game behind 97.65. I'm a game behind that 96 and 66. We're all in the mix, fellas. And we have a contest this week. A contest Woo! this week. We are giving out a real live $100 bill. $100 to whoever can go. You have to do three things for us to win this $100. First thing, you got to go to the Left Coast Gamblers on Instagram and f- give us a follow. Second thing, Comment on the Thursday night giveaway post, the Thursday night giveaway post with the winner of the game and the score of the game, and then tag three friends in that post. You do those three things and you get the game right, the winner right, we're going to give you $100. A C-no, a crispy bill. Because as we've been saying all year, we make you money. And I know we haven't been doing the best in our best bet section, except for Drew. Except for Drew. So we decided to make you money in other ways, and that's with a $100 giveaway. Again, follow us on Instagram, comment the winner and the score on the Thursday night giveaway post, and tag three friends in your comment, and that's how we will win you. $100! $100. Dangle, let's go to the Week 12 Pick'em. Before we get to that Thursday night game, though, we might give you a little insight on how we're leaning towards that game. But first... Who's the last section of bye week teams? Uh, fantasy football players breathing sighs of relief. No more bye apocalypses. It's the final stretch here. We've got four teams on the bye this week. The Arizona Cardinals, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. All right. There's some good teams on the bye, but there's even better teams playing this weekend in some big games, including, ooh, I'm getting chills thinking about a Sunday Fine. night game. Well, how about a Thursday night game that is actually going to be worth watching? We've got a rematch of the wild card game, one of the wild card games. I should say, from the playoffs last year. It's the Indianapolis Colts heading to Houston to take on the Texans. Uh, The Colts won this uh, battle the last time uh, uh, in the playoffs, Uh, and the Texans are coming off Oh, wait, maybe they played earlier They played this, this season. Colts did win. Colts did Colts did win. Well, great. Then that still stands. Texans, meanwhile, are coming off an absolute drubbing yep. uh, at the Ravens. Yep. Drew, line. Texans, a home favorite at three, plus the hook. That's Houston, minus three and a half. Houston minus three and a half. I'm going against that. I think Indy wins this game just because I think Indy is the better team. Although Houston, this is a game that they cannot lose. If they lose this game, they're on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoffs, even in the division. I'm still picking Indy to win. They're the better team. Dangles, what do you got? I'm going to pick Indy as well. They are going to be without uh, their running back, Marlon Mack, which yep. is obviously a setback for them. Um, is T.Y. going to play in this game? Do we know? Is Full that practice still... today. Hey, that's Full good. practice today. Full practice during the week is typically a good sign going forward. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Indy here. I agree with you, Tony. I think they're the better So team. for that $100 giveaway, you got two hosts picking Indy. Drew, you're going to make it a third. Including the one leading the way. Guys, if it's okay with you, I did pretty good at 10-2 and two with my one-sentence summaries. You did. You did. You're going to continue it? Hey, if it ain't broke. Bill O'Brien has a butt chin. Frank Reich has a trusted chin. Go horse. Dangles, what's next? Sunday. All right, start the Sunday slate off. The Denver Broncos are in Buffalo to take on the Bills, and I reckon it's going to be a cold one. The low is 34 degrees, just a little bit outside that snow uh, area. Drew, line. Buffalo, lane, four points at home. Buffalo, minus four. Minus four for Buffalo. I'm taking an upset here. Buffalo, I still don't think, is a real team. And Denver is playing people hard. I don't love this Allen Kiddick quarterback, but I think he plays well. I'm picking Denver to beat Buffalo. Dangle. You're an idiot. The Bills win this <laughs> game. You're, you're a complete idiot. I don't understand what it'll take to convince you that the Buffaloes are real. They're, Buffalo Bills are real. They're 7-3. and three. Their defense is good. And Josh Allen doesn't have to be great. He just has to be good enough to, get, uh, to win. And he has a true 
connection with John Brown. Whatever they got going needs to keep on going. Love the Bills. They're going to win here at home. A frontier bison killed a marine mammal last week. This week, a frontier bison will dominate a small horse, Buffalo. Small horse, so mean. Go Denver. Dangles? Small, small horse. Okay, uh, it is about 530 miles from Buffalo to Chicago where we find our next game, the New York football giants taking on those uh, recently killed by Tony Monsters of the Midway uh, actually, I guess recently added to the Deadpool yep. monsters of the Midway, the Chicago Bears, uh, and whatever the hell happened at the end of that game last week. Uh, Drew, ugly. somehow Chicago is minus six. <laughs> yeah, minus six for the Bears. Six minus point six favorites. for the Bears. Listen, I don't care if Trubisky plays. I don't care if Chase Daniels plays. I think I know people are going to say, well, this is Chicago. They're going to rally around Mitch, and they're going to be so much better, blah, 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 blah. I'm picking Daniel Jones, and I hate Daniel Jones. Saquon Barkley can't run against this defense, and I'm still going to pick him. The Giants stink, but at least they have a direction, and that's slowly moving uphill. Chicago is wandering out there in nowhere land right now. Matt Nagy stinks. Can't believe he won Coach of the Year. I'm picking the Giants. Dangles. Wow, that's bold. Um, By the way, that's three straight underdogs I've picked. I'm going to lose this week's pickup section. This is that's going to be that's going to be rough. I am actually going to take the Giants here too. Wow. I, I think the Bears are playing without an identity right now. I don't think they really know who they are as a team. They don't have quarterback play. Their running back situation has been bizarre. Their wide receiver, it's just, it's all completely and totally out of whack. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with that team. I'm going to go with the Giants to sneak one here. Drew. Mitchell somehow wins the Bears. Moving on, we're going to from Chicago, a short 300-mile drive down I-65. We'll even head through Indianapolis on the way. It'll be Ooh, pretty. Lovely. Uh, and we'll get to Cincinnati for uh, an unfortunate home game for the Bengals where they take on the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. 0-10. Oh, and 10. and uh, the hard-shelled Mason Rudolph. 0-10, oh, guys. Be, oh, man, we be, didn't get to talk about gonna that. Going to be playing a game with a lump on his head. We Should we talk, talk about, about that? that? I mean, I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I do believe Miles Garrett deserves to be suspended for the rest of the season, but uh, maybe Mason Rudolph, you're kind of a punk. He, you're kind he, of a dick. He's an idiot. Yeah, he, I, I, he's, he, has, he seems like the most unlikable guy ever. Like if you saw, if you went to college with that guy and just were a student or a fellow athlete, you just want to like whip his ass. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a dork. He, he did come out and say publicly that he acknowledged that he had a, a role in. He in sucks that. too. So he sucks. He's he does he does he's not very good. Um, he was really bad. He did, but he did come out and, and own up to it in front of the media, which I think is what you need to do in that situation yeah. from, from that perspective. I will just say. I worry that this punishment, not only with the length of it, but how quickly the NFL turned yep. around and did it the morning after, yep. sends the wrong kind of message by the league. The, the message that they've sent for a long time, and it's not a surprise, it's just disappointing to see it happening, that stuff you do off the field doesn't matter as much as stuff that you do on the field. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to draw a moral equivalency, I'm simply saying that I think you need to be even-handed both ways, and the NFL is decidedly not that yep. when it comes to handing out these punishments. So, but I, ba Back to this game, Pittsburgh is hosting Cincinnati. What's the line on this shitbird of a game? Uh, somehow uh, Pittsburgh, a road favorite, minus six and a half. Pittsburgh Minus six and a half. Oh, Pittsburgh minus six and a half at Cincinnati. I'm sorry. I think I said it was at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking Pittsburgh to win this game just because I, I don't see a world where Cincinnati pulls one out against this defense. But again, they always play each other tough, these two teams. And I think Pittsburgh does not like the team that they're fielding right now on offense. I don't think there's a lot of support in that locker room for Mason Rudolph and the way he handled himself. I could see Pittsburgh coming out and laying an egg here, but I'm picking Pittsburgh to win because I can't pick four, four straight underdogs in this pick em section. The Bengals are not going to get their first win of the season here, even though it is at home, uh, even though the Steelers are coming off that embarrassing game uh, on Thursday night last week. I'm picking Pittsburgh to win here. Close my eyes. I'm taking the Bengals, guys. Woof. Uh. I'm taking the Bengals. Gentlemen, we've had a really lovely uh, Midwest NFL road trip here. We've gone from <laughs> Buffalo good. to Chicago to Cincinnati, and now we're going to hop in the car and drive just under four hours from Cincinnati to Cleveland, where we have the <laughs> Miami Dolphins taking on the Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium on the waterfront in beautiful downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, a 10-point home favorite. Cleveland, minus 10. Minus 10. That's a ten big number. 10-point favorites. That is a big number. Uh, I'm sorry for giving out the Miami first-half bet. That was the first time it's lost in, like, five straight weeks. And, of mm -hmm. course, I gave it out at loss. I won't be giving it out again, nor will I be taking it again, although Miami, I think, gives them a game this week. But uh, Cleveland's going to win another one and continue to climb up those AFC in-the-hunt rankings. 
I don't think the Dolphins uh, win this one. They have had a nice little bright spot of the Fitzpatrick to Devontae Parker connection over the last few weeks. Ooh. That's been big. I know fantasy uh, fantasy players who have Devontae Parker have been reaping the benefits of that. He's only owned in like 50% of leagues, by the way. He's owned on, on a, a lot of I'm in honor of him. Thank He's you. owned on 100% of Tony Cavallo teams, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm sure a lot of people were smart and tried to like, like some of us and tried to snatch him up as soon as that came around. Uh, I'm taking the Browns here. I don't think I can pick the Dolphins to win this game. Um, I'm sorry. I just can't. I'm I'm regressing for my one sentence summaries because I feel like talking. Um, I that think, lasted. Yeah, I think that uh, I I'm really curious to see how Cleveland reacts here. Um, it's such a bizarre end to that Thursday night game. Cleveland somehow, some way, are still like have a pulse in this playoff race. I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, Miami kind of laid an egg last week. Um, I can't take him here. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Browns. Next up, we've got an NFC South matchup. The Buccaneers take on the Atlanta Falcons. Where did Atlanta come from? Atlanta. I'm done with Atlanta. I hate Oh, so sorry. Give them the line before I yell about Atlanta. Yeah, please. Uh, Atlanta, a home four-point favorite. Home four-point favorite against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Listen, I can't take the NFL interception leader, Jameis Winston, winning this game, but I also can't believe Atlanta keeps winning after being asleep at the wheel for the first 10 weeks of the season. Now they've shown up when it's all but lost for this That's team. That's a good term for the, what they were doing for the first 10 weeks of the season, they asleep were at the wheel. They were. They were asleep Dan at the Quinn wheel. Dan Quinn was dead man on walking. It's insane how this team is rallying around Dan Quinn. He's going to keep his job now if they keep winning, and they're going to win this week. Atlanta wins. Dangles, do you think the same? Uh, I do. Jameis Winston is, however, like top five in the NFL in passing yards. In He's addition top five to his, in every category. I know, including touchdowns, interceptions. I realize that's He's not an Brett indicator Favre necessarily of, of a good quarterback. I'm just saying he's thrown for a lot of yards this year, even though he is throwing for a lot of interceptions. I still got to take Atlanta here. He's number one in throwing the ball to his tight end, and he gets pinned behind his back, and he does a somersault, and the ball <laughs> flies up in the air. Um, guys, I think this is just a case of the Falcons Oddly waiting specific. to play teams in their division. Did you know up until after their bye week, they played exactly zero games in their division? Mm. Since they've played uh, two division games, they've only won um, 55 to 12 in two weeks and haven't given them a touchdown. It's clearly mm. a new team. I'm taking Atlanta here. Uh, Mercedes-Benz, please sponsor us. We're going from the Mercedes-Benz Stadium to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome for the other NFC South matchup this week where we have – I just whacked my mic. I'm so excited for this Mercedes-Benz sponsorship that is coming. Please give us money, Mercedes-Benz. Gives the Carolina Quit. Panthers or a car, or a car to give away. That'd be, that'd be great. That'd be great. I know. Uh, it's the Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans minus nine and a half in the dome. Finally, Vegas is paying attention to how good New Orleans is. Listen, Carolina, they need this game so bad. I don't think New Orleans gives it up, though. New Orleans is going to continue to roll, and Carolina's continue. Now it's an unknown. Kyle Allen or Cam Newton, it's going to be bothering Carolinians no, for, for the no, whole no, no, entire no. rest of the year. Uh, Dangles, do you agree with me that New Orleans rolls? Mm, I do. What would you say the line of the game was? Minus nine and a half. Nine and a half? That's an awfully big spread for this game. I will, th I will say that is a really big number for the Saints to... Mm, that's interesting. That might be something to look at if you're someone who likes to put money down on games on Sundays. I don't really know if anybody <laughs> likes that kind of stuff. But if I were someone who bet money on things like that, I might think, think about putting money on this game. I am going with New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, I think the the Kyle Allen thing may have been short lived. Um, he's, you know, that they gave they gave they they, one bad game. Why are we talking about have been? No, because they emptied the tank against Green Bay. He got crushed last week. I watched every down of that Atlanta game. Sadly, I did um, too. Oh, believe me, I know he might have single handedly tanked my one of my fantasy seasons. Well, this year. listen, you know, I, I, I New Orleans has a very very good defense. Uh, in a hostile environment, they had a good bounce back week last week. I was good rush curious. defense. In I, New I was curious how they were going to do. I heard some rumors that Breeze had banged up ribs. The Saints are going to roll here. Next up, rounding out, uh, well, getting close to rounding out the one o'clock. A lot afternoon of morning slate. games. We do have a lot of morning games. Only two afternoon games. Crazy schedule. Yeah. NFL continues. Really weird schedule this week. Uh, it's the Seattle Seahawks battle. Ooh. The battle of the birds. Ooh. Seattle Seahawks in Philly at the link. Taking on the Eagles. I keep waiting for Philly. Oh, sorry, Drew. Say the line again. We'll Jesus get used to Christ. it. I mean, come on. I'm antsy. <clears throat> Philly, a minus one and a half point favorite at home. Philly minus one and a half. I keep on waiting for Philly to realize that they must win to make the playoffs. I they hate keep them. on playing these teams, and they played New England close. They really did. That defense really stepped up against Brady and what looks to be a bad New England offense right now. But the, Carson has no one to throw to. No. Nelson Aguilar, catch one ball for me. Catch it just once in the end zone. Every team, I got into an argument on Sunday because my, uh, my friends watching it said, Tony, that's a difficult catch that Aguilar dropped. And I said, listen, yeah, when you go like this, your team, your team has at least three. 
three to four guys on it right now that can catch that ball consistency. That's what an NFL receiver does. They make those tough catches on a regular basis. Philly just doesn't have it right now. People are mad at Wentz. I don't think it's Wentz's fault. He just has no one to effing catch the ball for him. Seattle wins this game. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle as well. I agree. They're struggling on uh, on offense. Um, they re-signed Jay Ajayi to try Jay and help Ajayi. that to He's try young. and help that backfield out. I mean, obviously he helped them with that win that Super Bowl. But yeah, yeah I agree. I don't think it's Carson Wentz. I'm taking uh, uh, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks here, though. I'm gonna immediately regret this. I'm gonna take Philly here just because it's five and five. It's got to be their season. Uh, the Patriots are clearly no slouch. Seahawks coming off a bye and that emotional Monday night win flying cross country. I'll take Philly. Whatever. All right, Drew, break out your Honolulu Blue. We have the Detroit Lions oh. in Washington taking on the Redskins. What's the line? The Lions, a dog. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A road favorite, my, uh, minus three and a I was half. Say, there's no, no way no, they're no, dogs. No, no, hell no, hell no, hell no. Minus three and a half, Detroit. Guys, uh, Lions next. There's a chance. No, Lions no, next. There's a chance. Dude, Dwayne Haskins was videotaped on the sideline yeah. pleading with <laughs> what his do I, offensive. What can I do to help you? Pleading with well, them. What can I do? And they all looked like they didn't care. They were yeah. laughing. They, they, they didn't look like they cared at all. Well, and I'm sure from the point of view of somebody like a Brandon Sheriff who's played in the league for a long time, or a Trent Williams, you probably, I mean, you, you, on one hand, you're going, who, who the fuck is this kid who's talking to me? Sorry, Mrs. Crookston. Um, <laughs> but, but on the other hand, it's like, dude, you got to get behind your quarterback. I don't yes. care who he is. And if you've got a kid who is willing to step up to yes. five, six, seven-year yes. veterans in his first year and say, what the fuck, sorry, Mrs. Crookston, do I have to do to get you guys to protect me? I like that moxie. I like that. I like that. That shows to me that shows leadership, and he's willing to step up and, and do what he feels is right, regardless of what the other players might think of him. That's not easy to do as yep. a young kid, especially as a young kid who has had to listen to a lot of people tell him all season long that he ain't good enough to play yep. in the NFL. Dang. I am taking the Lions, but but that's said about the Redskins. If you if you watched that little video clip and weren't on the side of Dwayne Haskins, you How don't could, know you football. You don't have a heart. You don't know football. That offensive line should be disgusted with not only the way they played, but the way they reacted to their franchise quarterback. They looked very apathetic. Dwayne Haskins is going to have a job with that team next year. Those O-linemen might not. It would be better to get behind the guy who's guaranteed to be there next year. I'm picking Washington to win this game because oh, stop it. Jeff Driscoll stinks. So does Dwayne Haskins. I think Washington mean? wins Jeff, this Jeff game. Jeff Driscoll had himself a, a day Jeff last Driscoll week. Jeff Driscoll does not stink. Jeff Driscoll stinks. He's I'm picking Washington to win no, this no, no, game. No, 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 no. All right. That's, that's disrespectful, Drew, Tony. Drew, are you Come taking on. your boys? Well, yeah, I'm taking my boys, but I'm, I just want to say something as a Lions fan. It's so annoying and, and just it's just repetitive 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 like they can never catch a break matt stafford literally broke his back jeff driscoll do, doing all he can um but i've been impressed with him but yeah i mean they, they kept up with the cowboys fine their defense boy i'll tell you what i'm a patricia guy and i try to support him his defense is in shambles and, yep. really, and it's just it's it's a little alarming so i think the clock is on him i think he's safe uh for next year and bob quinn is safe they really gotta make some adjustments here towards the end of the year the Lions, they, I, 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 this is that they will not lose to the Redskins. They won't do it. If they do, it's they're in trouble. Hail to the Redskins! <laughs> oh God, <laughs> man, talk Detroit. about talk about a group of people who need to be asking, "What do I have to do?" Lions fans. Oh, next, geez. next this up, story of my life, Bengals. <laughs> I know, I know, and I'm, I, I, I am sorry. Thank um, you. I, I appreciate am, it. I am sorry. All right, next up, we have the Oakland Raiders Woo! taking on the New York Jets at MetLife. Uh, the Jets, a home dog. Dog, diggity dog, uh, they are getting three points. Um, so, I'm sorry, Oakland minus three. Uh, I'm picking Oakland to win this game because they're better than the Jets. I can't believe this line is minus three. I might be taking it a little bit later. Dangles. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> um, I hate this game so much. I don't want to pick it. I just want to, like, I just want to throw it out and kind of, like, Why don't you want to pick it? Oakland's a playoff team. Get through, ready. Let it fall through the crack. I don't believe that the Raiders are for real. I yeah. do not believe that they are. I don't think that defense is playoff caliber. I'm going to take the Raiders, though. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take the Raiders. Well, sorry, Tony. Tony, um, this is the worst spot of all time for Oakland uh. coming off back-to-back-to-back to back to back emotional close home wins. They yep. fly cross-country, early time slot. The Sharps love the Jets, and as you know, I'm a Sharp. Give me the Jets. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. yuck indeed. All right, uh, the other AFC South battle going on this week, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans kick off the afternoon slate. Titans minus three plus the hook. Titans minus three and a half. 
I, I really thought Jacksonville was going to put up more of a fight last week. Nick Foles had an amazing first drive. They didn't show up for the rest Big of the— Big Dick Nick flaccid in his return. I predicted that. <laughs> he was he was hard for the first drive, and then it just kind of escaped <laughs> he him. He was hard for the first He drive. really was. He played really well, and then it all disappeared. It was low-hanging fruit. It really was. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm going to pick the Tennessee Titans here against my better judgment. I don't like Ryan Tannehill, but he's been playing well for them, and that defense is better. I really, I, Jacksonville's my, probably my favorite like little brother team, but I'm picking Tennessee. Well, you know how I feel about the Jaguars. They are my little brother team. I'm definitely going with Jacksonville to get one here. Uh, they always play the Titans tough. These two teams don't like each other. They have a little rivalry, um, and I think that Jacksonville's going to come out on top this time around. Go Jacks! Yeah, this is probably my least favorite game of the week, too. Um, I No outcome would surprise me of, of any margin of any of any side here, but I guess I'll just side with the home team and take the Tennessee Titans. All right, uh, moving on, we have the Dallas Cowboys heading to Gillette to take on the defending champions, uh, the New England Patriots. We finally at 4 o'clock games. We are. That will the, the Jags. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Jags and Titans. Jags and Titans, and Titans okay. was the start of the afternoon slate. Um, uh, uh, if you're on the West Coast, it's uh, the second afternoon game. If you are on the East Coast, Cowboys at my New England Patriots. I can't New wait. New England is Lane. Six and a half, in case you're wondering, Tony. Minus six and a half for I'm New so England. I'm so sorry, Drew. I keep cutting you off. I just wanted to say I'm <laughs> so excited to miss these two games because one of our friends might be uh, holding a little party in the middle of a park somewhere, and I have to go to it during a— Why do you have to— but, No, see, that's, that, that's no, nonsense. Why do you have to go? Is someone I getting married? To, yes. I have okay. to go. I have to go, and it's a football fan who's throwing this, and okay. I, he will remain nameless until next week when I ream him a new one for making me miss— Dallas Cowboys Is it a surprise? at New England Patriots. I don't want to say any more. Okay. As for the winner of this right. game, Dangles, I want to go to you first because New England, they won against Philly, but they did not necessarily play well. They're going back to Gillette. Dallas is a damn good team. Are you at any? Are you worried at all about this game in particular? Not about the future, but about this game in particular. Oh, sure. I think you'd be silly not to be uh, if you're a Patriots fan. Um, and stop uh, it. No, dude. Seriously, <laughs> again, stop like, it. I can't just. You, it can't just be every time I doubt. Every time I doubt my team, or not doubt them, but I should say every time I, I like I worry in about a team coming in. What world do you live in? in that Jason Garrett beats Bill Belichick in New England? Dude, what have you world? been watching the Cowboys in this what year? What world do you live in? In that a world Jason where Garrett the Patriots only. In a world where the Patriots only Nonsense. put up. 17 points on an Eagles defense that is bad. It's on a an tough Eagles, road environment. On a, no, the Eagles, de- the, the, Eagles, the Eagles secondary is terrible. And Tom Brady was not able to put up more than 17 points on them. That's a problem. That's an issue. The Patriots offense is not moving. The run game has not been there all year long. They have relied almost entirely on their ability to prevent other teams from, from you're shaking your head like I don't know my team. <laughs> you're not. I'm going to go crazy. Like, it's, it's another Patriots fan. Oh, my please God. Tell I'm, me, I'm so worried. Please tell me, tell me. Tell me about. Nine and one. Oh, my God. Tell me about my friend. He asked me if I was worried about this. If he asked me if I was worried about this game, I said no, yes. No, please no, no, explain no. to me. Please explain to me how how this works. Yeah, please Eagles. explain you, it you to me. You can be worried about please good teams. Please fill me in on my <laughs> but team. But not Drew. the clapper. Let not me hear. Clapper. Let me hear what you think about the New England Patriots. Not, not I'm dying clapper. to know. Daggles. Who do you pick to win this game? New England, of course. Okay. Yeah, New England. Uh, New England. I am picking Dallas to win this game. Uh, oh my not God. because not because I want to be a, 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 a the other side and you know the hot take guy. But this happens every year to New England. It usually happens early in the season where they start to look bad and lose a few games, and all of the Boston media goes, it's over, Tom Brady's dead, it's never going to happen, and then Mm -hmm. they roll it around and come playoff time, they're back to kicking on all gears. It's happening a little late this year. They're going to hit a slump in November. It's happening right now. Dallas wins this game. That team is better than Philly. They have more weapons than Philly. They're going to be able to attack uh, uh, New England's defense a little bit more than what Carson Wentz could do because Carson Wentz had a chance to win the game at the end. As good as that defense was, Carson Wentz almost beat them. Dallas will beat them. I'm picking Dallas. Let's go to the game of the week. Well, it got flexed. You're lucky, Tony. You end Woo! up getting Sunday night football this time around. Woo! It is the Green Bay Packers. Yes, your Green Bay Packers Woo! heading to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers, who are also at 9-1 and one and game. leading the NFC. This is a huge game, absolutely, for potential supremacy in the NFC. It has a lot of playoff implications. How are, you, how are you How are you feeling about this as a Packers fan San going Francisco, into this? San Francisco, uh, minus 3 on Sunday night football. San Fran, minus 3. How, how fast? How fast the world turns green bay week one went into chicago and they were a four and a half point underdog against the worst wow. terrible chicago bears they're only three point underdog now against the nine and one san fran 49ers big stretch for san fran man next three games you know the record of the next three teams they're playing eight and two eight and two eight and two 
Big stretch for yeah. San Fran. They have not had a lot of threats so far, and Seattle did just beat them. I'm, of course, picking Green Bay to win because one thing and one thing only. The D-line of San Fran is the best part about that team. The O-line has been playing spectacularly for Green Bay. That is the battle you need to watch. If that O-line is giving Aaron protection and also giving the other Aaron Jones holes to run through, that run defense is not great for, uh, for San Fran. That's how you beat them is running the ball on them. O-line needs to win the battle. If the O-line's getting pushed back, Green Bay's in trouble. That's the one thing you got to watch for come Sunday night. I'm picking Green Bay. Let's go Aaron, California kid, born and raised, Aaron Rodgers. Dangles. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. No, I'm actually I'm 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 saying go Pat go as well in this one. I think they're going to I think they're going to win this game. I know it's a home game. I know that defense is tough. Um but I I think top to bottom the Packers are just the more put together team and whose whose hands do I want the football in uh in the fourth quarter if this is a close game? If Aaron Rodgers has the last this could very well be a who has the ball last football game yeah. and if it's Aaron Rodgers, there's no chance. That's what you got for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Count it. I would love to know what players play for San Francisco. Yes, me like too. Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle and Matt Breida and Debo Samuel and all those guys. Even Robbie Gold because we know how that rookie kicker did when the lights are on. Yep. Um, so I'm going to – this is kind of cheating. I'm going to take San Francisco, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet – I'm going to tweet a pick for this game on Sunday night. Well, we're not going to give you that pick in the pick 'em. You're picking San Fran no, on the piece I know, of paper. No, it's already been written no, down. No, I know, I know, but 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 for the actual for the actual Twitter account, I might play, I might make a play on this on Sunday night. <laughs> Card subject to change. Correct. Dangles. What's All right. Monday night, we baby? have one final game. It is here in sunny Los Angeles. Oh, it probably my God. won't be sunny when uh, the game is actually going on. This is going to be a hoot. The Baltimore <laughs> Ravens are in town to take on the Los Angeles Rams at the Coliseum. And Baltimore is a could not think of a shittier venue for a better game. Is a right? road, uh, a road favorite at minus three. Minus three. Listen, I was talking to Dangles off air. I think Todd Gurley's going to have a resurgence these next couple of weeks. I think it's kind of like what New England did to Gronkowski the past few years. They didn't take the tarp off of him until the game started to matter. Todd Gurley's been getting looks, but he's obviously been getting spelled out a lot. I don't know if he's truly injured. He's not injured enough to play. He had a great game last week against my better judgment. He beat up the team that he plays. I think they're going to hand the ball off a lot to him because Baltimore, where they struggle, is run defense, keep the ball out of Lamar Jackson's hands. L.A. Rams have a really good run defense themselves. It's going to be a challenge for Lamar and Mark Ingram to do what they do. I'm still picking Baltimore to win, but if you have Todd Gurley in fantasy, you start him every week from here on out. Dang. Mm. I, yeah, i got to give the Ravens here. So True. disappointing to be a Cooper Cup owner. And yeah. just, it's, not, it's not on him. You can a lot of people tell. got yeah, a offensive lot of people line got and golf is terrible. Um, I'm picking the Ravens, but I would, I, would, I would press pause on this play. Um, I just looked at the handle. Ninety-two percent of the money is on Baltimore. Yep, that is frightening. That's a bad sign. It's I don't very like frightening, that at all, especially I, with as yeah, small a line yeah. as this is. So, but the eye the test, Rams being home dogs. The, the, the eye test says Baltimore is going in by three touchdowns. Does it not? So, yes, absolutely. So, on paper, you're right. So we'll see. Um, I'm taking Baltimore, but I don't want anything to do with betting this game. And that is the end of our Pick'em section. Again, we are giving away $100 for the Thursday night game. Follow us on Instagram. Comment the winner and the score of the game on our Thursday night football giveaway and tag three friends in your comment, and you can win $100. As always, we are making you money on the Left Coast Gamblers. Now, it's on to the King of the Coast. Left Coasters. And welcome back now to the King of the Coast section. This is where we lay our best bets and our money down the line to make you money on the NFL season. Last week we had a guest host, Brett Green. Brett Green came on the show, gave us a three-team parlay, a three-team money line parlay. No, I think he played the sides, actually. Didn't matter. He didn't even make it to Sunday with his three-leg parlay, so he lands with a minus 10. Ouch. A minus 10. So far, our leader is Thomas Jones-Wortham, senior NBA correspondent at a minus 6. A minus 6. The guest hosts are not doing well on this show. And that's why we're going out to you guys at home. You guys listening at home, follow us on Instagram. Send us a DM of your Sunday slate, your wins and your losses. And we're going to pick the best one of you, the hot hand. We're going to take the hot hand and we're going to ride it next week on the show during the King of the Coast. We're going to have you call in and you're going to be the one to give us your guest host pick them. We're riding the hot hand. DM us your Sunday slate. We're going to pick the best one of you to come on the show and help us out and help you make you money but now we're going to the kings we're going to shape of the sharp we're going to dangles we're going to tony squares and we're hitting the king of the coast three piece best bets drew 
You're winning right now. Last week, you won 21 units on the week. You're up to 148 on the year. That's plus 48 for the year. Tell my best bet record, Tony. Call 911 because you are 9-1-1. and one Oh, Max call 911. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Ooh. He's on fire. I did not do well last week. I lost 10. I'm down to 121 units on the year. Still plus money, however. Dangle's not a good week last week. No. Minus 20 units for the week. Lost everything you bet. You're down to 53.5 units for the year, but Dangle's hold your head high. There is still time, my friend. There is still time. Get Get back on that horse and keep going because this is the last week we'll be having a must-spend 20-unit bet cap and max bet is 10 units. As we go on forward, the caps are going to get bigger and eventually be off all whatsoever. So you can take your whole capital and throw it on a game that you truly believe will win. And you can catch up, Dangles, just you wait. The point right now is make money this week. So, Dangles, we're going to start with you. What's your first bet of the week to get back on the money train? Well, I mentioned it in the pick I thought the spread in the Carolina-New Orleans game was really big, nine and a half points mm. to the New Orleans Saints. They are favored by. I think Carolina is going to cover this. Look, I know they've been bad the last couple of weeks. I know Kyle Allen was bad. I think this is a trap game for the Saints. Nobody thinks that the uh, Panthers are going to be able to beat them. Yes, the Saints have a very good run defense. They are not ready for Christian McCaffrey this yep. year. He is otherworldly. I think he's going to run all over them and look for Kyle Allen to bounce back too. Um, maybe not the sharpest bet, but I don't know. It's gut feeling. I like it. Carolina plus nine and a half going to New Orleans for for uh, four units. Four units. Four, four units on units. Carolina plus nine and a half. Drew, you are up next. Boys, 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 you know I love putting lipstick on the pig. You know I love <laughs> rolling in the mud. I am going to Cincinnati. Am I foolish enough to take the Cincinnati Bengals again, even though I kind of threw them a bone in the pick? Absolutely not. I will not take them ever, 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 ever. But let me ask you guys a question. Where is the offense going to come from in this game? Juju Smith-Schuster, out. Dante, Deontay Johnson, out. James Conner, doubtful. I pretty he's out. A.J. Green, out. These two teams, the, the Steelers average 20 points a game. The Bengals average 14. Do that math. That's 34 points a game they combine to average between the two teams. The over-under is 39 and a half. I don't understand. I literally don't understand where points are coming from. Give me the under, 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 unders by yachts. <laughs> under five. <laughs> oh, sorry, five units, five units. Five units on the Cincy Pittsburgh under 39 and a half from Drewby. My pick right now, I'm heading to Thursday night. Thursday night football. And as we said in the pick'em section, you can win $100 on our Instagram in this Thursday night game and let me help you because I think the spread is a little bit too large for this game. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't know if Indy wins outright, but I know it'll be a field goal game, which is why I'm taking Indy plus four. Indy plus four in Houston for five units. That's the Thursday night bet for Tony Squares. Dangles, bet number two. All right, uh, Bet number two, I love the Seattle-Philly game. I don't understand why Seattle is not favored to win this game. I mm. think they are very much the better team. I'm going to take them to cover the spread at one point here uh, for four units in Philadelphia. Another they, four units. They have Yes, they have a terrible – Philly has a terrible pass defense. They can't seem to move the ball down the field. That run game has is, is not gotten them anywhere this year. They don't have guys that can hang on to the ball. I just think all the signs are right for Seattle to win this game. I think they win outright. Seattle minus one for four units from Dangles. Can I do a quick – Quick, quick, shape of the sharp school. Shape quick. of the sharp gambling school, absolutely. Just quick. <laughs> Thank you. So, so, Mr. Dangles, I do like that bet. But let's say you take CLX plus one. That's minus 110, meaning you have to lay $110 to win 100. Now, if you really like the bet, which I know you do, and you want to pick him to win, you can bet them on the money line for plus 103, meaning you risk $100 to get 103 back. So if you like them that much, one point, obviously, does it suck? Yes. But what are the odds that they lose by one? Not much. If you like them that much, take the money line, plus 103, take to the bank. Okay. That's a good, good little tip there. Keen gambling, I will spot that. And that was your uh, section of Schaefer the Sharps thank gambling you, thank school. You, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Drew, what's your bet number two? Ooh, I'm a little nervous here. I'm going back to the two-team teaser. Okay. My first leg. I love New England to tease them down to a straight pick em. I just don't see this team losing to the Cowboys. I do not. The Cowboys have not beat anyone of substance all year. The Patriots obviously play great at home. I think Brady's frustrated as hell with that offense. I love the Patriots in a pick em. The second team of my teaser, guys, I love the Jets here. Oakland, back-to-back-to-back, mm. to back to back, emotional home wins. They fly cross-country in an early Eastern time zone game against a Jets team who, since Adam Gase has been retained for next year, they've quietly played pretty good. They've scored over 30 points in both their games. The Raiders' defense certainly is nothing to shake about. I kind of like the Jets to win straight up. I might take them against the spread, but if you tease them up, you get them at 9. So I got the New York Jets plus 9, the New England Patriots at a PK. I like that for 8 
units. Eight units and it wins out even? Yes, minus, okay. one, minus 110. Minus All right, 110. Uh, I'm very happy you took that, Dangles, because I am chasing Drew for this lead in this King of the Coast bets, and Drew is 0-4 in his last multi-leg bets. 0-4 in his I, last multi-leg bets. Shave of the first first lesson was just take sides. So just take go. sides, baby. Uh, so go. that's New England Pick'em and New York Jets plus nine as two-leg six-point teaser, six-and-a-half-point teaser for eight units from Shafer the Sharp. My second bet was going to be those Oakland Raiders, but Drew has talked me off that ledge. Instead, I'm going to take a bet that made me hold my nose as soon as I saw it. But you know what? DVOA hates the Buffalo Bills rush defense. Yeah. DVOA loves the Denver Broncos rush offense. So I'm going with a game that I think Denver could win outright. I don't like Buffalo. Haven't liked them all season. You know what? I've been wrong all season. But Denver fights. They really do. They really fight for Vic Fangio. I think they're going to try and win these games, even though they can should lose and try to get a better draft pick. Denver plus four is my pick for five units. Denver plus four. Dangles, your third pick. All right. Third pick and... Probably the re well not probably the reason why I didn't take the Seattle money line is because I've folded it into a three team money line oh, parlay that I'm going wow. to be throwing a dart at to see if I can make some money back here. Cool. So I've got a three team money line parlay. I've got the Seahawks to win in Philly. I've got the Packers to win in uh, San Francisco, and I've got the Patriots to win at home against the Dallas Cowboys. Three uh, line, three team money line parlay. Uh. Twelve units to win sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dangles, I uh, I love you, and I love that bet. I feel really good. I about mean, it, it is except, good value. Except we put a cap on the max bet at ten units. Was it ten? Is it still it's ten? Still ten units for one more week. All right. Well, then up. do this. So Give we'll, me ten on that, and up my other two to five units, and we'll call it. There even. you go. Good Thank job. You. Good so job. Carol, uh, Dangles is full slate right now for those keeping track at home, and for me scribbling away in my notebook. I've had to cross him out more than anything else to get this right. Carolina plus nine and a half for five units. Seattle. Plus one for five units. And then a Green Bay money line, Seattle money line, New England money line, three-leg money line parlay, 10 units to win. Stand by while I calculate. 50. 10 units to win. 50. Dangles. Oh, doctor. He's trying to come back right now. Drew, Mr. 911, your max bet. Here we go, ladies and gents. Schaefer the Sharps, best bet. Let me pull up my little... Uh, my little uh, device here. Okay. My little pony. I was just so- about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, for whatever reason, the first eight games the Atlanta Falcons played this year, they were 1-7, and seven, and they were terrible. They had a bye week. Everyone thought Dan Quinn was on the hot seat. I killed them in gra- gravestones. I said, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, she'd be better off. However, since that bye week, Dan Quinn has given up play-calling duties on the defensive end. Uh-huh. Their defense is live. And you know what else? They've played two division games, their first two division games in the year, and all they have done on the road have been 2-0. and They've outscored their opponents 55-12. to uh-huh. They have not given up a touchdown. This defense is playing for somebody. I'm not sure who they're playing for. And their offense, this, their parts are clicking. Calvin Ridley busting, busting out. So my best bet, I gave it to you last week. If you played it, you would have won. You'd have had a laugher. Six-point <laughs> underdogs, they won by 30. You just laughed your way. Laughed your way to the to the window. They won by 26, actually, officially 26. My best bet, back up the Brinks truck, baby. Unbelievable. The scissor lift. Back up the scissor lift. Unbelievable. Atlanta, we need to minus four and a half. Minus four and a half against the Tampa Bay Fucks. Sorry, Mom. Uh <laughs> We have to get a Brinks truck sound effect. Our production value is too good for us to be this low budge. No, 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 no. no it should just be me in the back going, beep, beep, beep. No, no, you know what's funny? Because because my, my phone was on silent dangles. I apologize. So no, now, no, so no. my phone's on. So it one more time. It mattered. That definitely sounds better. Definitely sounds better doing it now. Put up the scissor uh, lift. Atlanta minus four Atlantis and a half. Atlantis minus four and a half. Schaefer the sharp best bet. Atlanta minus four oh and a half. For 10 units? 10 units. 10 units. Max Atlanta bet. minus four and a half. Well, guys, I'm going to end this week the same way I started week one. I love my Packers, and I'm worried a little bit about the rush defense, but if Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida aren't uh, aren't up to full health, I'm not worried about that rush offense from San Fran at all. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to give me the ball at least once in that game, and dangles before I make my pick official. Hit my music! Oh, yes! 
The Green Bay Packers are going to go into San Fran and kick some 49er ass because Tony Squares said so. I'm taking the money line. <laughs> the Green Bay money line. 10 units to win 13 and a half units for my Packers to go into 9 and 1 San Fran and land Jimmy G another loss as he goes into the toughest stretch of the year. Go Pack go. And that's the bottom line because Tony Squares said so. And that's our show. That's uh, the <laughs> end of the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Gavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo, Antonio Schaefer, The Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crooks, and thank you, as always, for listening. we got a wonderful Week 12 slate. Next week's going to be a great Thanksgiving special episode, crossover episode. Can't wait to see that one come out. That's uh, going to be fun. Boys, I'm excited. I'm excited for this week. I can't wait for it, minus the little stupid party I have to go to in the middle of Sunday. I Love you guys. All right, let's go. And that, as always, we have to find a new way to sign off on this show yeah, because this team is signing do. really stupid. But for right now, we're going to ram, ram it. it. And that's the bottom line. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals that you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you.